Hello everyone and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. This is the fourth and final show in our Delivering Apex series in partnership with Apex Logistics. I've really enjoyed the series and it seems to have flown by and it's inspiring to me to think about people, communities and the amazing things we can achieve if we all work together. Last week in episode three, we talked about sales and marketing and logistics, how it's evolved over the years, the challenges thrown up by COVID and exactly how Apex have been using their sales and marketing functions to support their business mission this past year. And today in episode four, we're talking about technology, the emerging trends, the importance of using tech to enhance visibility, and how Apex are staying ahead of that curve. So welcome to the show, Amanda. Oh, thanks for having me, Sarah. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. So why don't we get started by you telling us a little bit about yourself. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what is the one thing that would surprise people about new technology in supply chain? Yeah, great. Let's jump right in. So uh, for me, I've been working in logistics, either on the service side or the software side for 18 years. Um, I actually started my career <clears throat> with a large Fortune 500 company um, working in a help desk, in an IT help desk. And I was, um, that was back when we were still burning CDs with software and we were sending them to customers to install on their computers and they would call us when they got the software and we would walk them through how to install it. So, you know, we've definitely come a long way from those, from those days. Um, as an industry, we've come a long way. So I think uh, to answer your second part of your question about what would people be surprised by is I think just the volume of investment and in innovation in all areas of supply chain um, mm -hmm. From warehouse robotics to visibility using blockchain technology to AI final mile solutions, I think there's just really like a constant chase for radical and revolutionary solutions. I would absolutely agree with you. I mean, on all fronts, right? We're talking RPA, we're talking documentation. How do we make things easier? How do we make things more efficient? And so today we are talking about technology. And, you know, as just mentioned, it's one of the fastest growing topics on the show this past year. So let me ask you our first question. Has the pandemic really shone a light on the importance of tech and actually helped to fast track it to become a bigger part of strategies? I know I've seen a little bit about that, but what have you really seen? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that the pandemic has really forced companies to break down functional silos and build interconnected people, data, processes, and all of that is enabled by technology. I think for those companies that were already had that as a part of their strategic initiatives, I think it's accelerated their attention and delivery of those solutions. And I think for those companies who may, where there may have had a deficit in that area, it's really forced a larger conversation about how do we elevate that into our strategic outlook and into our strategic plan. So, yeah, yep, I think, yep, you know, absolutely. luckily, I would totally agree with you. Yeah. I think, um, luckily, uh, you know, at Apex, we we were kind of already pursuing those strategies. 
So for Apex, it wasn't, um, it didn't require massive change because technology was a part of the backbone of what the company's already been working on. Amazing, amazing. And I know, you know, it's really forced us to take a look at what we're doing. And I love what you talked about, you know, the internal collaboration, breaking down silos. I mean, that's something that everybody who listens to this show knows that I am passionate about. And it's been super exciting to see that in the last year. And, you know, also to to really give us a chance to take a look at what we've done traditionally and what is possible with technology. I mean, Previous to the pandemic, we were like, we have to be in the office. Well, now we don't necessarily have to be in the office all the time because the the opportunity that technology enables us. And it's just so true with supply chain and processes and everything that we've been able to take a look at and, you know, really take a look at it from the point of, how can we do this better and how can technology empower us or enable us to do better, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're even seeing everything from, you know, our day-to-day work to our personal lives being impacted by technology. I'm sure like many others, I um, became a part of the virtual homeschool teacher and where, you know, every component to our life has been disrupted by this pandemic And I think those that were quicker to adapt and respond to um, adapt new technologies have benefited. Absolutely. Now, I keep hearing this term end-to-end tech solutions. Um, What do you think about that? Are businesses now really seeking out end-to-end or are they really just taking a look at you know, a process that might need to be improving, improved now um, to move on to other technology solutions later? I think um, each customer is on a different digital journey, depending on where they started from. Um, I think uh, in some cases, customers that um, were, were maybe using uh, you know, when, when they were born out of paper processes, you know, their digital journey first started in digitizing paper processes. And I think, right. um, you know, newer, uh, you know, newer shippers to the market, I think have already, they've kind of grown up with technology just in the same way that, you know, there are kids graduating from college that they've had the internet their whole life, <laughs> And, um, and so I think that, you know, each company is on a different digital journey, but to answer your question more specifically about end to end, I think it's really about the customer needing digital solutions for every component of their business. And the challenge is not necessarily in having a single platform in order to do the entire end to end, but in how interconnected your various platforms are. So where processes have touch points, it's extremely important that in process touch points that you have uh, data touch points and that you're enabling that data to come together in a cohesive story. Ooh, I love that. I love the way that you just said that because, you know, I think it's about a journey. I think it's about a story. Sometimes we get too wrapped around, you know, one, one single pathway rather than looking at as at a story or or a journey full of different components that can come together to make everything just that much easier 
right? And so let's talk about the demand. What what are you seeing? What do you think are, are the key emerging trends in supply chain technology? I mean, let me throw this out there, right? Because I feel like I've been talking about data forever. And I feel like I've been talking about people getting their data houses in order forever. But I'm pretty sure there's still companies out there that are struggling with this. So is it still an emerging trend? What are the emerging trends? Good, good question. I think, um, you know, there's lots of promising ones. I think anyone who would come on the supply chain and on a podcast and say that, oh, this is the one and only trend that I think will sustain is, you know, they probably should not be in the fortune telling business. Um, but I think there, there are lots of promising ones, but I think we are going to continue to see growth in the technologies that enable supply chain predictability. And I think that um, that can come in the form of a lot of different solutions to address supply supply chain predictability. So, for example, you know, it could come in the form of machine learning powering analytics, or it could come in the form of um, solutions that are based on sensors bridging our physical and our digital worlds. Um, but I think if any, if 2020 has taught us anything, just um, as a as the need for predictability in our supply chain, it was when all consumers were searching for toilet paper, and all consumers were needing the predictability yes. of where is the toilet paper. Um, and so I think we, even as a um, in our consumer life, we've realized how important that is, and that you cannot just rely on the fact that when you go to the store, that product will be there. And so I think shippers, importers are risks are not they're experiencing it both as a consumer as well as the provider of that are are really putting pressure on their uh, trade partners, carriers, 3PLs, LSPs in order to provide digital solutions to aid that predictability. Yeah, and I think some of what's driving that too is obviously the people that are working inside of those providers are also consumers too. And so I think what's happening is that, you know, they are, are seeing it firsthand from a consumer standpoint, taking it back into their companies and saying, Hey, how can we change this? And what areas do we need to apply technology to, to not only help us as uh, consumers, but help our customers and help their consumers as well. And I think risk is one area, you know, that COVID has really impacted because businesses are now actively looking for ways to close the gap and address their historical vulnerabilities. So how can tech and, you know, specifically around Apex technology, what are you guys doing to help businesses to take control and mitigate that future risk that we're talking about? Yeah, I, I think um, Apex, you know, the culture of Apex and the solutions that they are um, working on is really being focused on being nimble to address those customer needs. So it's really about how agile is your organization to change? How agile are you to adopt, not only pursue net te- new technologies, but adopt them? Um, so, you know, at Apex specifically, we, there's a lot of pride in our flexibility, um, and that flexibility could come in the form of our service, the physical assets that we use to manage the service, the location of the service. Maybe it's the integration to a customer system about the data about that service. Um, and so sitting on the IT side, 
our job is to really implement the digital solution for that service. Um, so that means that we have to partner with our business team, our operations team, our sales team, and the external customer in order to ensure that we clearly understand the tasks and functions in that particular service, the data enabling that um, those tasks and functions, and then to ensure that um, throughout the entire project, we're meeting our internal and external customer needs. Absolutely. I want to talk about visibility too, and we're going to get to that in just a second. I mean, earlier this month, I was talking to somebody about visibility and they talked about it being connectivity, how visibility really is connectivity. What do you think about that statement? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think, you know, when, when, when we hear the term visibility, I think far too often people immediately think of a tracking platform. And in their mind, it's like visibility is I have a search bar and I can type in a BL number and I can get a tracking platform. But the reality is, is that whether you're talking about communication, raw data that you receive, visualized dashboards, all of those are all examples of visibility. And, you know, now we're at such a time where our personal life is flooded with um, information in our personal life. And we're flooded with visibility and supply chain professionals are also equally flooded with these alleged visibility solutions. And so the real question is that they have to evaluate is which ones are helping them um, visualize risk, manage shipments, monitor mm -hmm. those deliveries, which ones are which ones of those you know, solutions or visibility opportunities are actually helping them to close the gap between what they believe should be happening and what is actually happening. And so I think for Apex, we're very um, proud that we offer flexible solutions. And it could be that a customer wants to use our data to enable visibility inside their TMS. So we might have a project in order to call their API or send them EDI. Um, but alternatively, that customer may need that traditional, I'm using air quotes in a podcast, it's hard to see, but I'm using air quotes, the traditional visibility, um, you know, internet solution where I have a URL that I can go in and I can, I can type in a BL number and get my tracking status um, or my PO number. And so, uh, you know, the important thing is that we're offering multiple solutions and that we're not just siloing the customer to one type of visibility, but we're really meeting them where they're at right now. And then we're prepared to grow with them in the future. I just got goosebumps around that because I talk about this all the time is that you need to meet the customer where they're at and not every customer is at the same technology journey as another customer. And what does that look like? And the word visibility might mean something to one of your customers and it might be, mean something completely other to another one of your customers. And so as a service provider and a logistics provider like Apex is, you know, it must be very challenging to be able to juggle that, but it sounds like you're keeping that in mind as you move forward in your own technology journey in being flexible and being able to provide the customer what they need in that moment, the way that they need it. And I love that. What you talked about 
in regards to all of these solutions that are out there. And I'm going to use a quote by Eric Johnson from JOC because he says, you know, it's exciting all of this technology in supply chain, but it's also very confusing, not only to supply chain professionals, but to businesses and also to service providers, because there's so much out there. I mean, I think, I think part of that, that challenge too is, is where to find it and what innovation is out there and how do we figure out which one is the right one for us? So I'm glad you shared that. And, you know, we touched on data there, right? But let's expand on that a little bit. Let's talk about the emergence of data as a trend. And I mentioned this this earlier is that, you know, people are on various different stages of their data journey. Some aren't even on a data journey, which I hope is not true, uh, because I, I believe that everybody needs to be on a data journey. And I think the power of data is endless, right? And if we're harnessing it correctly, it can really make a huge difference to our business, right? And it can make a huge difference as to the reporting capabilities and things that we're able to provide our customers. So talk, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think um, I don't know. You, you might you might be too young, but there there was a old TV show, um, The Brady Bunch, and there was this famous quote on The Brady Bunch of Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. And so whenever I think about data, I always think about data, data, data. <laughs> yes. Oh, I am so there with you. <laughs> so um, you know, it really is the backbone of any digital solution that anyone comes to the table with. And so I think regardless if you're an importer and you're dealing with thousands of suppliers, or if you are an LSP and you're dealing with thousands of importers, you're really talking about all parties in the supply chain that are needing access to data and that are needing data at different times um, and different levels, if you will. And so I think from a from a business perspective, that for our business team and our operations team, the the challenge is you know getting to think about their business process in the context of the data that's enabling their business process. And okay, in this particular functional area, what specifically is the data that you need in order to make a decision, in order to move the task to the next you know, flow the, the next component um, in the process. And so um, technologies that like uh, API technologies are, um, you know, technologies that help us enable that continuous flow of information and thus delivering greater transparency to all parties in the supply chain. Um, and then there's, there's um, kind of more, uh, I should say, um, hopeful technologies, emerging technologies that are technologies like blockchain, where that's really forcing the industry to have a bigger question about who can share, when you can share, what should you share? And so I think as a community of supply chain technologists, it's really exciting to think about um, and participate in those conversations that are really revolutionizing the way we think of this commodity, this, this supply chain commodity. So I think lots of, lots of exciting things for 2021 and beyond. Yeah, I think you're right. And I'm glad you shared that. And I think, you know, there's, there's also things that we need to think around, uh, about around that sharing of techno, uh, technology or data, right. When it, when it comes to not just blockchain, but when it comes to our businesses and what data are we sharing with whom, 
um, because that really turns into a security issue. And, you know, it's not something that I want to dive into in this in this um, episode, but I do want to mention it because I think that cybersecurity sometimes goes too far down the wayside um, as a priority. And I think as we're talking about data, it's a really important point that we talk about how you're protecting your data and who are you working with and exchanging data with and how are they protected right? And so we have to really take a look at the partners and the companies that we're going to be working with and exchanging data with to not only protect our businesses, but their businesses and their data as well. Absolutely. So how does Apex stay ahead of the game? How are you interacting with the industry and making sure you're delivering the services that your clients need to stay proactive and competitive? I mean, I mentioned it earlier, you're dealing with all sorts of amazing customers at different stage in their technology journey. And Apex is also on a technology journey as well. And you know, you guys are a leader in this space. And so I'd love to just get an idea of how you're staying competitive, how you're staying proactive and what you're doing to, to really ensure that your customers can also stay proactive and be competitive. Yeah, I, I love that question. That's great. Um, so, you know, Apex is a global company. And so the global footprint is allowing our sales operations, you know, corporate leadership, um, to constantly take pulse of our customers and constantly, you know, share and collaborate with what the customer needs are. Um, Apex, you know, really has broken down internal silos so that departments can collaborate together and have a bias to action. And I think that's what the customers expect is that, you know, if you come to a person within the organization that that person will then be able to collaborate and network effectively within their org to deliver whatever is needed for that particular customer. So, you know, the team is really empowered by senior leadership to always be thinking about how we can improve the solutions for the customer and to, um, you know, never, never be afraid to recommend how we can do it better or how we can improve that. I love that. You know, you're not afraid of innovation. And I'd love to be a fly on the wallet at one of your meetings because, you know, I'm sure as maybe a next gen in your organization or, you know, somebody who is younger or maybe has an idea as to how to innovate and make things better are being heard at the boardroom table. And I think that that is a huge part of innovation. I was just talking about this a few weeks with a few weeks ago with somebody else in regards to supplier diversity and how important innovation is for diversity in any organization. And in, in, innovation encompasses technology, it encompasses data, it encompasses moving forward and new ideas and fresh perspectives. And, you know, I worked with you guys for a very long time. And I think that what each one of the team members that I get to speak to, it really goes to show how Apex delivers that in their culture as far as innovation, embracing new ideas, and being able to come to the table with those fresh perspectives and listening. Uh, 
you know, and seeing how you can implement and not only what that means for Apex, but what that means for your customers. So wrapping up then, you know, this is the final episode in the series. Can you just paint us a picture of what's on Apex Logistics agenda for the next year? You know, what projects are coming up? What changes are happening? What does the rest of 2021 hold for you? Uh well, first of all, you know, I just really appreciate that that before I answer this last question, you know, the chance to be on here and and have this spot. I've really enjoyed our conversation, Sarah. But I think what you can continue to to know that Apex will deliver is our, you know, technology solutions that are based on our customer needs and growth opportunities. And we're going to have a focus on data that's enabling transparency and agility. Um, we're going to focus on solutions that help our internal teams manage complex, very complex uppercase, complex capacity issues, um, you know, better planning and execution tools. And I think we want to work hard to keep and earn our customers' trust as a market leader. That's perfect. And and that that just goes to what I know Apex Logistics for. So on a mission to provide unparalleled quality, value, and growth, Apex Logistics has built a global presence spanning six continents. With an entrepreneurial spirit, pragmatic approach, and a passion for the details, Apex Logistics' impressive global offering encompasses transportation, warehousing, distribution, compliance, and financial services. Learn what's possible with a partner who goes further than borders and boundaries. For more information about Apex Logistics, check out their website at apexglobe.com. Thank you to Amanda for joining me on the show today. It's a really timely and important topic, and I feel really motivated to go away and see what changes I can make and how we can all be part of a driving positive change for the future of this industry. I hope you've all enjoyed this Delivering Apex mini-series in partnership with Apex Logistics. A massive thank you to the team for making it happen and to you all for tuning in and getting involved each and every week. And we'll have a brand new mini-series coming up very soon for you. Thank you so much again, Amanda. Thank you.